Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for October 30th, 2022. The next two weeks, there will be no podcasts of Sunday services. On November 6th, I am taking vacation, and on November 13th, we will have our fall council meeting. If you are a member of our congregation, please try to join us for our fall council meeting. Bring a covered dish. We will meet at 11 o'clock downstairs. Please join in our call to worship. How many times in our lives have we felt lost, alone, abandoned? Yet there is one who will never leave our side. We can depend upon God's loving presence to rescue us and to heal our brokenness. Even though we have been battered and blown by storms and struggles, we still can place our trust in God's abiding presence. The grace of God has brought us through and will continue to be with us all our lives. Our lips shall sing and shout forth our praise of God. Let our hearts and spirits rejoice and praise God for all of God's mercies. Amen.
Lord God of love and peace, open our hearts today to receive the invitation of Jesus to come and be present in our lives. Release us from ourselves and grant that your healing love be poured into our hearts and our spirits. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Please remember that if you have prayer requests or concerns, that you should contact Pastor Mary Beth or any of the deacons, and we will faithfully pray for you. Our prayer hymn is an old favorite, When Peace Like a River.
Blessed are you, O God, in whom nothing is wasted. You salvage the remnant, the scrap, the shred. You bless what is left from the consuming fire, the devouring flood, the shearing wind, the shifting earth. All that remains returns to you and is reborn from you. Blessed are you, O God, who brings life from the earth and will return it to earth once again. Amen. Our scripture today is Habakkuk 1, 1 through 4, and 2, 1 through 4. The oracle that the prophet Habakkuk saw. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not listen? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? Why do you make me see wrongdoing and look at trouble? Destruction and violence are before me, strife and contention arise. So the law becomes slack, and justice never prevails. The wicked surround the righteous, therefore judgment comes forth perverted. I will stand at my watch post and station myself on the rampart. I will keep watch to see what he will say to me, and what he will answer concerning my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Look at the proud. Their spirit is not right in them. But the righteous live by their faith. Habakkuk lived in times that were hard on faith. It is like the old poem says, It is easy enough to be pleasant when life flows by like a song, but the man worthwhile is the one who will smile when everything goes dead wrong. It is easy to have faith when the blessings come rolling in, when we can be hashtag blessed, then hashtag grateful. But the harder times call for the greater faith, and Habakkuk was living through just such times. Habakkuk's times were enough to try anyone's faith. He saw the righteous suffer. He saw the wicked prosper. And he asked God two questions. Why and how long? Why are these things happening? Why don't you do something about it? And how long will you put up with these things until they are put right? And God did not really answer Habakkuk's why questions, and he did not really put a timeline on when things would be put right. What God did do is to show Habakkuk that he is listening, and he showed Habakkuk that he had a plan. The problem for Habakkuk was that he found God's plan unconscionable. What? Use the Babylonians to punish Israel? How can this make sense? We are bad enough, Habakkuk said, but the Babylonians are worse. But God is not into explaining things. God does what God does. God chooses what God chooses. Although it makes no sense to us humans, God's purposes are God's purposes. 
Habakkuk, despite his reservations over God's plans, never lost his faith. In fact, he was the first to write, The righteous shall live by faith. Paul copied that phrase from him. Even though he did not understand God's plan, he trusted God's heart of love. Over the marble fireplace in the mathematics building of Princeton University, written in original German, is the scientific credo, God is subtle, but he is not malicious. We may not understand God's ways, but we can trust that God's loving kindness never fails. God is at work in the world, especially in the lives of his children. His glorious purpose is to make us like his son, Jesus Christ. Corey Ten Boom knew something about tragedy and suffering. She lost many members of her family to Nazi death camps. Through it all, she lived with a courageous faith. When speaking about her experiences in the Nazi camps, she often said, There is no pit so deep that God isn't deeper still. Pain and tragedy is a pit. For some, it appears bottomless. Many experience a falling, disorientation, a terror as they grab for walls that are out of reach. They see only blackness and hear only echoes of the life they used to know. Some people interpret that feeling to prove that God is not present, but Corey Tenboom, like Habakkuk, remind us that even in the pits of tragedy, God is still there. He is present. Yes, pain is real, but God indeed is real too. That's where faith comes in. Faith reminds us we may not fully grasp God's design for our lives now, but in time, we come to trust in God's love. So when Habakkuk imagined Babylon coming to destroy his country, he wrote, The righteous shall live by faith. When Habakkuk heard God tell him the unimaginable was about to happen, he wrote, I heard and my heart pounded, my lips quivered at the sound, decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Then Habakkuk wrote what to me is the greatest statement of faith in the whole of Scripture. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, Though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign God is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. In modern language, we might say, though the stock market crashes, though supply chains fail, though there is no food on the shelves today and no good outlook for tomorrow, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. 
because unlike those without faith, our joy does not depend on outside circumstances. Our thankfulness is not dependent on what we or others receive as our blessings. Our joy is having faith in a God of love. Let us pray. O God, grant us the faith that will see us through the hardest times. Help us to praise you even when all seems bleak and hopeless. Let us trust in your steadfast love. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive the benediction. May we know, like Habakkuk, that the Sovereign Lord is our strength. He makes our feet like the feet of a deer. He enables us to tread on the heights. Go in peace. Amen.